I love it. I love it. And that is our special guest on today's podcast, Carlito. What's up, baby? What's going on? We are back home. We are back in Skylux. We are big shout out to Mark and Skylux Roofing. And if you're not following them, and I don't know what's wrong with you if you're not following them, man. By the way, here here's an amazing company that believes in changing the industry and cares. That's the basically what, and they do great roofing, great cladding, unbelievable, great ACM, great everything. Thanks, Mark, again for uh, the home away from home. Our special guest to the left of me, to the left of me. And to the, the right, right of, of you, <laughs> you do the honors, Carlito. This is my boy, Matt. Is it Matthew or is it Matt for it's, official? It's whatever you want it to be. What do you want Hello, it to Bob. be? Hello, <laughs> Bob. <laughs> it's Matt. It's Matt. Pleasure to be here, guys. So he's from MMC Tile. That's the handle, no? That's the handle. That's the handle. What's the website? MMC Tiles. MMC Tiles. What's the second M for? It's Mark, my middle name. And what's the C for? Chicone. Chicone. All right, so you're Irish. All right. (laughs) 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 Welcome. Welcome to the Construction Life Podcast. Thank you so much for being uh, with us. What? What? I just saw the Irish man, and he was Irish (laughs) Italian. (laughs) (laughs) Man. (laughs) Okay, so Matt, tell us a lot about yourself. How long you've been in the business? What do you do? How do you do it? What don't you like about it? What you hate about us? All kinds of shit. Like, let's just talk. Let's just talk, man. I mean, the journey really started ten years ago out of college. I figured out I hated it. Needed to do something with my hands. My Zio was in the union, one eight three, and he kind of just threw me into tiling. Put me in high rise commercial. My first day was kind of weird. I walked into the building, forty guys sitting in the room. I don't know, man. I felt like I was in a prison. I walked in the front doors. There was a couple trades fighting, fighting, literally fighting, fighting? literally fighting. These guys were literally scrapping each other at the bottom floor of the building. What was the reason? Did you oh, find I out? I don't even remember. I just remember putting my <laughs> head down, getting on that elevator, and going upstairs to meet my foreman. That's it. Okay, so that's your that's your introductory that's my introductory that's where it all started i man. never <laughs> knew you were in the union yeah i started off in the union why didn't i know that 183 wow you no yeah. longer with the union no longer with the union. how long did you stay with the union so i was there for about two years uh high rise hated it absolutely hated what were you it. doing that you were tiling there started off where everybody started i mean i started cleaning garbage off the floors then i started grouting they slowly let me do more and more tile yeah after that it was one washroom at a time throughout the building that's a lot of washrooms man high rise oh man it was brutal it was like an assembly line how many are there in a typical high rise I, I heard it's like generally 200 units is it 200 units yeah. per high rise there's usually 10 units. per floor right 10 units yeah this was a smaller building i think there were 50 units yeah, so that's 50 plus bathrooms because some units have two 50 bathrooms plus, yeah exactly most of them had two one powder one one master and of course it was lots of mosaics and lots of marble no and no, lots no, of no, no 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 12 by 12 ceramic go 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 12 by 12 ceramic glued straight to the floor nothing said glue no, glue. Everything was mastic. Wow. Wow. Mastic. It was Everything was mastic? Mastic. You Is have that no even idea. minimum code? 
Wow. These guys didn't wow. care. Everything was mastic? Mastic. Mastic on the walls in the shower, mastic on the floors. Yeah, I know in the showers, oh, but I never man. heard that on the floor. Mastic straight to concrete, baby. Oh, man. <laughs> Back in the day, that would have been a great Instagram picture of the crane bringing in all the mastic. Oh, yeah, just like what everybody else is doing now. <laughs> well, before we get too far ahead, yeah. how did you, did you like the pay in the union? Like, Honestly, everything about it was terrible. Wow. Nothing good? Wow. Nothing good was about it. I hated, I hated being there. I hated the trade. How about the benefits and pension? Benefits pension not that good i mean wow. i was i was walking away with 700 dollars a week working how many hours a week 40 50 hours how long Five ago was this week? this was 10 10 years ago 700 a week 700 a week started breaking your ass breaking, breaking your back, my ass breaking your knees yeah. cleaning the garbage off the floors everything everything you can imagine well, i still do that yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, wow, to, or painful. other people's garbage <laughs> <laughs> oh wait that's tile work <laughs> <laughs> correct so after two years two years yeah I left there and then I went straight to subdivision, which was an also uh, union. I was trying to think, it, is that a lateral honestly, move? it's comparable. Very comparable to each other. I mean, no. high rise and subdivision homes, you get the same kind of quality, right? Don't, These guys me, don't care. They just want to get in and out as fast as they can. Chicken wire, right? Chicken wire, everything. Oh yeah, it has to be. God. This is strong. Yeah, this is this is base. I mean, I don't know if you agree, but the only thing I think chicken wire should be for is like sand beds or uh, self leveler. <laughs> yeah, or chicken. Yeah, he's got it. I mean, chicken chicken mesh, chicken wire different, shouldn't be used on anything. Different kind of chicken anything. wire. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so how many years were you in subdivision? I was in subdivision for another year. One wow. more year. So you had year. three hard knock years, man. Terrible. Terrible years. How much work did you have to get done every day? So I got based off the high rise was paid by hour. I'm That's hours not you, bad. Not bad. And then as soon as you got to subdivision, it was all piecework. So they were square paying footage. you two dollars a square foot. Oh two my a square. God. Two dollars. They so would deliver, nine years ago, two a square. I would go to the warehouse in the morning. They would load up my truck with a skid of material. Doesn't matter what material that I was using. Whatever they wanted me to use, I used it. And then I head to the site. Whatever I produce is what I got paid. Was it mastic? No. Some? No. What was it? Go on. The, tell them. The shower, we don't know the building. The shower so. walls were still mastic. Speaking of showers, what were the shower trays or the floors? It was standard. It was just a rubber membrane. Rubber membrane. Rubber I membrane. Hate that's it. it. Stapled with Stapled. the weeps. Yeah, that's it. Screws. Right drywall behind. Screws. Right behind but regular I, drywall. I'm gonna be depressed, man. Oh my god. <laughs> we haven't even started yet. I can't this wait to get Sunday into this morning, with them. man. Yeah, I'm like, man. this is the Depression, man. You guys don't know. Don't know what's going on over That's there. That's why he started it's, with Wall Street. I dun, hate dun. <laughs> 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 So you're in subdivision. Yeah. Man, just picking up material. And I'm using, I'm assuming you're, what are you using to hear it? It was actually all custom blend from. Was it really? Custom, yeah. Nothing on the floor, directly onto plywood? No, it just that was scratch. That was scratch. As just well, scratch. Right? Yeah. They prepped wow. you. You no, just laid we tile. had the prep. Oh, okay. So that was so included you, in the $2 a square foot. What? Yeah. $2. I'm still stuck at two. So basically $2. at that time, nine years ago, the guy at McDonald's is making more money than Correct. you. The guy 100%. at McDonald's is making more money than him. 100%. Well, I'm wondering when I'm going into these new homes, why they're done the way they are. It $2 starts a square from the foot. builder. What? Why don't we backtrack it then? So if you're taking two, what is it being sold for? It's not being sold for two. No, I mean, these guys are definitely getting away with at least six, seven. So, so they're, they're probably, taking the bulk of the money yeah. and you're doing the bulk of the work. Yeah. Dun, wow. dun, 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 dun. We're not surprised, to be honest. So can We're I ask surprised. you, would you be completing a whole house in one day to make some money? Well, they would expect you to complete it within three days. And that's maybe eight. Grouted, laid, eight, So three bathrooms, powder room, laundry room. It's, it's, it was typically two bathrooms. Bathrooms on the top floor, a powder room. That's it. And then obviously the kitchen, the, the foyer. front foyer, the kitchen, yeah. laundry. Yeah. 
So you want that done in three days? Three days. Wow, dude, you're That's a soldier. Scary. You know, all this time, and I never knew this. We've been having so much fun. I never got into the, getting to know you even more. This is yeah. fantastic, yeah. man. It was rough. It so you've done the rough. union thing. You've done the, the developers. Yep. But where did it go from there? I came to a point where I said, enough is enough. I mean, I'm not making enough money for myself. I just hated the type of work that was being done. So I knew that I had to go on my own and start doing some, obviously, more more detailed kind of work. At this time, were you already aware of better products or anything? Like, were you no, doing side was, jobs was, for yourself? I was completely oblivious to everything i didn't wow. have i didn't have so you're to how old are you so you're uh, i'm 30 you're 30 at that time no no i'm 30 now at that time i was about 20 22 22 and you're, you're deciding to go on your own yeah you've already seen three years of tile hell yeah from two of the worst environments yeah <laughs> and now you want to get the worst it, possible you want to get on, go on your own now yeah and you're 22 years old and you want to start your own business yeah and this is where how the fuck did that feel this is where it got really rough for me i mean i didn't know anybody i didn't know anything better than what i was taught from these two environments stepping out into a a world where i wanted to be into that custom environment where i wanted to produce quality quality work and be proud of actually what what i was doing was actually really hard for me i basically started testing testing on site and on site i mean this sounds really bad so what did you do what kind of tests i tried to figure out my own ways of installing the proper ways of installing and i would actually practice on homes i was getting you know what i was there so, too honestly we all start somewhere yeah we 100%. always do that job for the first time so what were some of the first tests this is so this is yeah, nine no. years ago eight nine years ago eight nine years ago. so you still had youtube accessibility so you that can you was, can kind of look at was it youtube on. back then still no yeah, YouTube is around. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to still figure out what dinosaur you are from the crustacean. <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, YouTube was around nine years ago, man. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was fortunate. I mean, I have family in the building industry that they uh, they actually build, so they gave me a few custom homes to start on. It was good. It was rough. I didn't do anywhere close to a perfect job. I can tell you that. Of course, you're learning. But I you felt learning. good. I felt good doing my own work, but I was actually surprised on how long detailed work actually takes. Wow. So how did you bill it? I was billing it according to what I was charging at the subdivision homes. Oh, my God. Wow, really? I was in a very bad spot, man. So it was taking you, obviously, five times longer, if not more. If not more. Costing you easily twice as much for material. I wasn't making any money. You weren't making any money. No money. But you were learning, though. I was learning, which, honestly, I wouldn't have traded for the world. I wouldn't change That's well, anything. <laughs> Dude, you've come a long yeah. way. <laughs> no, I honestly, I wouldn't change anything differently. So how many years after the fact that you started, did you have a like a eureka moment and, and realize, okay, I need to kind of step up my game. I got to figure out my business a lot better. I got to figure out what I'm worth. It was about two years after that. Two it years, really, eh? It really kicked me in the face, yeah. But by what, that what two What kicked year, you in the face? Was it the business or the money? No, the money. Like I was making a, I was making good money at that two-year point after, but it was just really the, the mindset on how to get things done properly, more efficiently. Always on your own? So, Never a helper? Yeah, Man, Utah beginning. guys are all lone wolves. Say lone wolves. Yeah. Lone wolves. I mean, tiles heavy. Dudes. Bags are heavy. By the time it takes your helper to bring you a tile or mix you a bag, you could have just done it yourself. You know what I mean? Instead of saving that two, three hundred dollars a day that you're paying them. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> get, get to our age and you, you might want to reevaluate I'm that. I'm still young, so I still got it in me. Exactly, I still right? Got it in me. But yeah. you want to be an older guy still tiling or an older guy running a tile shop. 100%. Now you're getting into the groove. And then when did MMC actually officially start? It started about six years ago. 
Six uh, years ago. Yeah, six years ago. And it really started based off Instagram. Which you did amazing at. Yeah, I mean, Instagram. It's a whole other story we'll talk about, though. Yeah, yeah, and that really hit home. So I was in the groove. I started doing my own things, started getting better at it. And then, in turn, I started charging more money for it, which is really where it all started. Where did you start changing or developing your company more? Like using underlayments, proper waterproofing, proper self-levelers. When did you start this and how, why, and how did it start changing? So for me, it really started based off of what I was watching other people do. I did a lot of reading. I did a lot of testing of products as well. Honestly, mainly Instagram, man. Wow. Mainly Instagram. What were you reading? I was on the internet a lot, looking at different products. Techniques use, and stuff. Techniques, yeah. different materials to use on the floors. Did you start getting some loyalty to a particular brand or anything like that? Or were I you... had I had loyalty to some companies, but it was, I mean, more on the clip. Got it. It wasn't like the actual material. It wasn't from Schluter. It wasn't from Custom. It wasn't from Tech. We just learned the other day, and I didn't know this, and I was surprised I didn't know this, that Mepay actually made a clip-friendly. Yeah, see, I don't even know that. I, didn't I know that. just found that out at the show. Yeah. I, it's been out a year. It's smart for them to do it. Yeah, I was like, well, because everybody, I guess, is doing clips, right? Such a smart business. So what's your choice of clips? Oh, you don't want to say it? Or no, no, that's, that's fine. It's good. Pagrin, to me, honestly, probably the best clip company. Perfect Level Master, they're amazing too. Oh, I want to get into this. The only thing that differentiates the two is the person that's operating it. Tom, Perfect Level, amazing guy. If you ever need anything, he's yeah, there Tom's for you. Tom's wicked. Yeah, he's amazing. If you need something, you're really stuck, he'll deliver the clips customer himself. service yeah he'll deliver the clips yeah. to himself to your door he's really taking his family business to another level what's the dad do again well dad's kind of like the traveler engineer oh, reinventor that, that tiling company right pole master the tile stall is called pole masters oh, right okay yeah. okay okay uh, his dad reinvented already invented before he just bettered it with a better product in it yeah he made it more stiff were you always taught based on the clip system or were you doing freehand no in the beginning? I, I started freehand this clip system was all new to uh, me i can't well. picture high rise and subdivision no. using clips <laughs> they didn't use spacers <laughs> they didn't even use they spacers they freaking cut up cardboard and then they just stuck oh, it i've in the seen that before well, it. honestly at two bucks you can't afford to do anything no you can't afford to buy good thin set no. you can't afford to buy good grout no. you can't afford you can't, to buy mcdonald's you can't afford to, to relax no. you gotta go 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 no back buttering just throw it fucking down get it done that's it that's how they're all but done. that's how the industry is wow but back to that i mean you have these guys that are working in crews of eight that are tackling on like four or five houses at a time finishing them within a day and a half wow yeah they're making money how i don't know that's a good question. I mean, and that two dollars got to be what? Uh, maybe four dollars now. Nine years later, four no. bucks. I can't even see it going more than that. I don't understand how they're making money. I don't know if I can cut you off for a little bit. I started tiling like thirty years ago. I couldn't find a tile setter to do my jobs because I was undercoating myself. Because at that time, I was trying to buy tools instead of actually making money. Because I already had another job, so like my tile work was like my side job, and I was trying to build you know, an arsenal of tools, get the van going, you know, get the business going, learn it like anyone else. You learn the hard way and we all do things differently. I never did clips either, but I did use spacers. Yeah. took me forever. But getting back to spacers, I also like Pagrant. Perfect Level was my favorite for a long time, but I only use Perfect Level for, like I still use Perfect Level for really hard jobs. Like if I'm doing big slabs, like 
10 by three or 10 by yeah. four slabs, I'll use perfect level because it pulls it together. With Pagrin, I find it's a little bit more flexible, it's stiff, but when you break it off, it's cleaner than perfect level. Yeah. This that, is just my opinion. That is the only thing that differentiates yeah. the two of them is that the leg of the Pagrin clip will always break cleanly in the joint, even if there's a buttload of cement in it. But perfect level will pull it together better. Perfect level. I feel like their pull is both the same. The only thing, like I said, is perfect level. You have to stay really, really, really clean with. You can't have anything who's, set on it. Who's the original? Honestly, I first saw it from Perfect Level. No, there was I another. Thought, I thought there was another. Romaldi was the one that yeah, had, they had it originally came up with first. That's right. Romaldi had it first. Yeah. I think yeah. So. Okay, that's what I thought. Romaldi, and then basically Perfect Level reinvented, and I think they used a different kind of silica. Okay. Which was more rigid. I mean, I like them. I like the clips, right? So I'm not loyal to any one particular one, but I do like them. And I, I know the old school guys are just, they don't like them. They well, don't yeah. use them. They don't want to use them. I'm that old so school guy. Hand. I never believed in clips. I thought it was for amateurs. It took me a little while to get used to it. Then I started meeting people like yourself yeah. and other guys. And they're like, oh no, you got to try this, man. And I started using it. But, and but always ends with bullshit. I found that, if you didn't prep your floor properly with your thin set, you could actually pull matter. up the tile too far and well, leave a hole a underneath. Well, that's the thing. I mean, this is actually the best and the worst creation to yeah, get introduced right. into tile. You're having drywall guys, you're having framers, you're having concrete guys all starting to do tiles now because of these clips. But what they're really? doing... Yeah. I never and knew I that. mean, honestly, with this clip system, anybody can make... Wow. Almost anybody Almost can. anybody can make a surface look clean. A lip-free surface with tile, surface-wise. But when you look underneath, obviously, everything... Well, that's I, where that's where the disaster starts to right. happen. You because if hollow. you're actually using these clips to pull and push tiles, you're creating hollow spots. Yeah, you still have to use your feel to get that tile, 100%. the build yeah. up. Yeah, that that tile has to be basically perfect before you put that clip in. That's right. Yeah. If you're doing a lot of pulling, that you tile still have is to back hollow. butter. Yeah. 100%. I also, just before we get too far ahead, because we're right now, we're at leveling. I keep telling people that it's more important to level with self-leveler than with thin set. Because oh, thin set's only designed to well, go have, so thick. They have a more maximum height than a thin set. Yeah. What, typically, a thin set would hold up to three quarter. Listen, we've both typically, seen, we've seen, bo yeah, we've both we've seen, seen guys butter the back yeah. of tiles and... You yeah. know, there's an inch, inch and a half of yeah, thin set that, in there. That, that's that's why it's called thin set. Yeah, yeah. We already talked about this, <laughs> yeah. man. I never, that's, that's the one thing I learned. I think I, when I did the first looter course and they showed me a piece of marble and it had like an inch of thin set on it. Yeah. And then they were asked, they were like going in as an inquiry and they were, the client I think was asking, why did this tile break? And it had a lot to do with the, the amount of thickness of, of thin set yeah. underneath. Yeah, of it course. wasn't properly bedded. And we all know that everything is all based on a foundation. 100%. So if your right. foundation on your tiling, you can have the most beautiful tile, strongest tile, whatever, it's still going to fail. 100%. There's a chance that it's going to fail. Yeah. Well, how about this? So you put a Schluter membrane down, because I'm a Schluter guy. Plug after plug yeah. after plug. So I put, I'm not sure if like the breakers are going <laughs> to hold it. <laughs> so I put Schluter down. I don't put any self-leveler down, but then I put an inch over top of that. How is that subfloor going to work properly? Is that what you it's do? Not, no, I'm not saying that's what I do. <laughs> I, this is what I've seen. When I've removed work, I've seen this built up like that. And I'm like, that 
Deitra is supposed to be right up at the top, not at the bottom. Yeah, like well, that's why they down. require all their buildups to happen under their mats. So yeah. whatever buildups or... It can float over yeah. it. Another thing with these clips, though, that nobody talks about is when I used to do the clips and I'd be cleaning the tile, this is before grout release and everything else, I'd be popping these off. I would notice sometimes I would either etch or scratch where those clips went into yeah so especially if you're like reusing your wedges when you have like a little bit of concrete on them when you're pushing that through your tile that concrete's scratching your tile as yeah, well that's right i mean yeah. even if you had a polished tile and the wedge is completely clean that wedge can still possibly create a nice mark on your tile oh, yeah. no because of the force for, yeah. sure, for sure a nice yeah. mark and but you that's can't, why they came out with those those little yeah i use those from ramondi i buy them from yeah. mondi and then i use them with like other systems you use what sorry use what it's they, a disc like a washer a disc. yeah it's a protective cap so it actually fits over the clip it's a protective oh so that's the reason piece. for it yeah, yeah so so you put the clip in then you put the washer on which is got like it. less than a 16th got it and then you put then your, you put the wedge in when you, yeah that's right that and that way even when you hammer it off it's clean but you still have to clean under that washer. If, if your tile's dirty before yeah, you put that down. Yeah, I mean, if you, have, if you have cement underneath and you're pushing a tile down, I mean, there's no way of cleaning underneath the clip when you're... And we're all guilty for this. How many times have we made it a little bit too wet and then the juice starts coming yeah, up always. in between? That's <laughs> <laughs> just how it is, man. You got to stay clean, man. You got to keep cleaning, man. <laughs> That's the number one thing entirely is clean. It goes more than beyond just about like using these clips only to install these tiles. I mean, it goes beyond that, right? I mean, the tiles that are getting produced now are absolutely garbage. They have bows in them, lips, like you, huge if bows. You look eye right. level, if you look at an eye level tile, you're following the line from left to right. All of a sudden, the tile will just go like a huge bump out of nowhere. The larger format tiles, if they're not baked properly or manufactured properly, you have those bows. Yeah, and nice. then all of a sudden, you, you're you smart enough to take two and put them face to face and 100%. show it to the client. And go, look, my level's straight. The tile's not straight. You have 100%. to. So there's a bow there. So how do you want to go this? You can't go staggered. Yeah. And they're actually putting on the boxes now, do not install unless you have a leveling system. Really? And they actually I've say actually that now. seen that on a couple boxes. Wow. Yeah. And the funny part is this isn't determined by price anymore. At one time, I would tell my customers, you cannot buy, I will not install a tile under $3 a square foot. You could be paying $25 a square foot. These tiles are still shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the tile could be shit, but it could also be expensive. No, but, but if it's I'm also paying $25 a tile... Yeah. I would think that their kiln drying time I mean, would be slower. Not necessarily, because it could be the actual brand. It could be the material that's used in it. Well, we have a fix for that, and that's called a zip wall. We'll take a pole, and we'll squeeze it down and tighten them that up. I've done that before. Very, very, very clever idea. About Thanks for showing me that. <laughs> I've done that before with your reshaped tile. Just yeah. for the sake of you getting gotta it. You got to force them down. You got to yeah. force it down. Hopefully yeah. it doesn't break. Let's get into showers, man. So okay. when you did all your homework and stuff like that, what, what system do you use? Honestly, orange, man. Orange. You're a shooter guy? Nice. Shooter all day. Why not do the rubber membrane? Why not do the dry pack? Why not do, uh, I don't know. Everyone's copied orange now, right? So everyone's doing their board. For me, I like I like those pre-sloped pans, man. Yeah. Those pre-sloped pans are well, amazing. Cardito's, Cuts. he's like a dry pack guy. Yeah. For me, me that, dry pack, okay, dry but packs I, takes two time. It doesn't make sense for okay, me. Okay, so I want I want to I want to like defend myself here. Yeah. I would love to use a styrofoam pan if I was in control of having that 
area that I could do that and actually just drop it in. But most of the scenarios that I've been in, it doesn't make any sense for me because I don't like to cut the pan. So I lose the level on the outside. It's faster for me because I've been doing drag packs. You, you gotta, I'm 30, I'm 30 years in this business. We've been drag packing everything, man. But to, you got to evolve too, man. I, mean, that's, I have, I've used them where the, I can. If the foam is too big, like, I mean, Schluter's got how many sizes they now? Have a ton of sizes So now. you don't cut one side. You got to cut all four sides all four. or you cut all three sides. And, and generally you're cutting from the center of the drain out. Yes. So your well, perimeter is going to be roughly the same slope. as for, for me though, I have more control with the sand bed. I feel that it's a little bit cheaper for me. I've got it down to a certain science. You know, you do something so long, you kind of figure out the tricks to it. I do love the styrofoam. I'm totally all over it. You know, guys, I love Schluter, so. No, no, for me, it just, it just makes sense. It's faster. The actual watertight base that you get from it, once it's all complete, I think it's Did unmatched. you start with cement board of some kind and then curdy on top of it? Or did you start around curdy board time? Curdy board time. I started with cement board and then curdy. Oh, okay. But and yeah, then, I did cement board and drywall. And then I'd put the curdy over top. Cement board and drywall. What are you on the walls. I'd cement do, board or drywall. Yeah, I would I do either or. The only time I used concrete board was when I had a large format tile and I didn't want to have a skin on it. So I didn't want something peeling off because with drywall, if it ever has water damage, the skin can peel off and your tiles can fall off. How about this question? Uh, and I meant to cut you off. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, how about this boy. question? How about that age old argument that I've heard from a few, uh, how do I want to describe these assholes? Um, oh, that's how it is. Assholes <laughs> that are online that are against Schluter where they say the buildup in the corners and all this fucking bullshit, how you can't properly tile you and all this other crap. And I'm like, what are your thoughts about that? Honestly, I get it. I get it. Like it does create a divot, especially for corners where you're triple wrapping a membrane over each other. It does create quarter inch build out where you have to build the rest of your shower up. There is a small solution to it. I mean, Schluter can indent their curdy board where the band is going. That's, that's a good, good that's idea. actually a good idea, but the problem um, is that they're offering a sheet that's four by eight or 32 by 60. Yeah. They don't know which side you're going to well, use. Well, even if they leave it at the bottom and the, where the That's actually a really are. good idea. We should bring that up next time that's because the, they can treat them like drywall sheets yeah, I mean, where it has a factory if, edge. Even if you have mosaic and you're putting your curdy board on and then you have that tape seam, that tape seam is at least an eighth off level from yeah. the rest of the wall, right? Yeah. So if it was indented an eighth, then you still have a level. I usually just take my thin set because I've been mudding for so many years and I'll just like yeah, a paintbrush. I know you love floating it. Yeah, baby. float it all the way around <laughs> and uh, I'm good to go. And then when I get to the tiles, like... Uh, you know, I'll always do the outside level and I'll pitch it to the drain. I'll right? only yeah. float it if I'm doing a really thin mosaic. I mean, if you, you will get the flexion yeah. with that. No, I always do because I, I like putting my pencil marks on there. I like drawing on the concrete thin set. <laughs> but even more important before we get too far ahead, I think that a lot of people need to hear that rubber pans are shit. Yeah, completely shit. Yeah, so, I mean, and they're never done properly either. They're not glued. They're not, nothing's done properly. They're basically just wrapped around the the drain and then that's it that's right 20 left loose 20 years ago when i started schluter i worked for insurance companies and i would always walk into the house and the, they would always say to me oh you know my drain stinks they would always send us in to fix the drains and it was never the drains what it was is the rubber pan would go up the wall then shield or the concrete board or the drywall typically drywall because no one ever wanted to spend any money would be on top of the rubber. Some guys would always put screws lower than they were supposed to. Because yeah. you know you're supposed to stay a foot away or 100%. 10 inches yeah. from the, the bottom of the yeah. pan. They would be like up three inches. You're sand, you know, you're gonna put a sand bed in top. Now you're past that, and then they're wondering why they're getting leaking, mold. And then another thing happens is that because there's not a waterproof membrane on top, that concrete, that sand bed acts as a sponge and it 
behaves like a swamp. It stinks. Back in the crustaceous period when you were doing tile, <laughs> you would do the rubber membrane and then you would put drywall on top of that one foot that's lift up. Yeah. So what we wall? did what we did first was we'd put the drywall pack. We'd first put the pan Dry in. Pack. No, we'd put the no. pan in first, the rubber pan. Yeah. Back then it was two by fours. And then we would just take the rubber pan, fold it over as nice as we could. Well, typically we're supposed to be up 12 inches or 10 inches with screws. We use stainless steel screws. Guys, you would just use drywall screws. Eventually they would snap and break off. Nobody cares because after the two year warranty or one year warranty, nobody gives a shit. But anymore. drywall went in front of that rubber. We put drywall on, right to down, on top of that. Right down to the floor? Not all the way to the floor, but... And we, then the dry pack would go there. That's right. So you're putting a moisture-absorbing material over rubber. I didn't say it made sense. This is what I'm we did. I'm just trying to do yeah. the math there. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. And that's actually where all the problems came from, from yeah. leveling a shower. It started from the rubber down. I mean, yeah. the rubber yeah. the rubber caked out the drywall. A Even lot. more. Yeah. Because try quarter, folding quarter rubber in that inch. corner. Yeah. You, you ever try to fold the rubber in the corner? Yeah. I, you ever try to fold? I've been in a lot of corners trying to fold rubbers. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody puts baby in the corner. All right. <laughs> so we all know that Schluter's tray is better. It's argument. Like, listen, I've done showers where it's an odd shape and you can't use one of theirs and you have to do dry pack, right? Yeah. And it's good to actually brush up on your skills and do the dry no, pack. No, of course. 100%. 100%. But it's nice to actually have tray to come in and then you can get it started in that and way. Out. In and out. Yeah. And then you get it. And then I, I, like, I, I still am dumbfounded at how many clients and I'm sure that you've dealt with this, Matt. They still believe that the tile is a waterproofing membrane. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> Honestly, 90 percent <laughs> of the homes I go into, people don't even want waterproofing. They just want what's there. Wow. What's prepped. They don't care about spending the extra money and getting it done properly. And they'll spend the money on the tile. They'll spend the money. They won't spend the money on the tile. But that's the thing going on with these tiles is that you can have a cheap tile and it mimics a more expensive tile, but the quality is not there. Are you talking porcelain or ceramic? I'm talking mainly porcelain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you can. Glaze. These, yeah. these vein tiles. Yeah. I mean, they all look the same. Yeah. Right. But when you're actually working with them, you can tell the yeah. quality and yeah, how they, they were fast. And it actually takes me 10 times longer. The color's to not them. all the way through. Yeah, I yeah. mean, like the bevels are all different. So what is, okay, 4x4 four four shower, what is the cost to actually install waterproofing? The range, I don't want so to like hold you. So like a full shooter um, cost for a shower probably ranges from 15 2000 to Like that's with the drain, install, the pan, install all, all the, the membrane. Product, yeah, and that's to their standards too, right? Like you get their 25-year warranty oh, as well. Uh, that just blows my mind it that blows. clients don't get this, man. No. They just yeah. don't well, understand. Another thing they, they don't, don't get spend is... It. They don't want to spend it. And that's why I'm half the time I'm Frankensteining these showers. I'll be using a Schluter base. And then I'll rubber membrane the, the rest of the wall because they don't want to spend money on the curdy. Well, wow. let's talk about the drain. The drain starts at 110 bucks, 120 bucks. And let's talk about where all the leaks begin. Where's the one yeah, position it's, where it's all, all the leaks come from? The drain. The drain. The base. Yeah. So why would you want to temper with the drain? Clients, get into your car today and start tampering around with the airbags. <laughs> But that's another thing. You like, don't okay, need it. So now we got... You got we, a seatbelt. Start tempering around with this airbags, <laughs> all right? <laughs> we know the world of tile now is big on porcelain. Yeah. Big on large format. Yeah. I can't tell you if I've ever installed a ceramic. No, that's not true. I'm sorry. Subway tile is always ceramic. I hate subway tiles. I know, but I'm not a huge fan of it either. But yeah, yeah that's the only ceramic tiles that I've ever touched in my life. Other than that, it's been mostly naturals. What What are clients, what's the market looking for when you're, you're working? Honestly, everything's big now. Everything's big porcelain tiles i mean they're starting at 24 24 i mean 24 24 is the new 12 by 12 it's a tiny tile it's now. a tiny tile
Oh, yeah. And <laughs> these people want four by twos, six by threes, ten by fives. And then they want you to cut the price because they're figuring, yeah. oh, you put one tile in, yeah, you're basically halfway yeah, done. You put one tile in and then you're done. That's it. You know, the funny part is when I grew up starting in tiles, it was all ceramic because you couldn't find the proper equipment to cut porcelain. Yeah. There was such a problem. Everything was hand grinded back when I was doing yeah. it. So you, if you weren't good with a grinder, you weren't getting any work. Actually, most of my work done and now. And chips came with grinder. the work. So it was all ceramic. And You're then cutting most of it on grinder? I, hand I love, grinder? I love using You don't grinder. use a wet saw? For the certain size, I'll use it, but everything's too big now. You to don't snap? You don't score and snap? Well, all the cool kids are scoring and snapping. I don't, I don't get a clean cut. I don't get a clean but cut. But all the cool kids are scoring and snapping. <laughs> I'm but just saying. You're also, blades, you're also a polisher and buffer, clean. too. Yeah, and I polish everything. Yeah. Polish and buff everything. You don't get a clean cut unless you do both. Because the idea is, and I agree with you on this, is that your cut should look like a factory. It should look exactly factory. Yeah. It should look like you went to the factory there and you bought that custom size tile. Better. Are you saying like a it's micro bevel? It should mimic the other sides of the tile. Yeah. It should. If you have a tile connecting to a tile that's going to be exposed, even if you're going to squeeze silicone through yeah, it. Yeah, we, we it know the old school guys, clean. they would just make it like a cut, leave a gap. And fill it in with grout, and, and it, then yeah. add another quarter inch to a half inch bead of well, caulk. That's another. That's <laughs> another. How do you thing. like the caulk in your shower? There, yeah, it's I nice know. and big, huh? <laughs> mm. No, but that's another thing that's changed to come a long way. Our smallest line thirty years ago was a oh, quarter. Was a quarter inch. I tell you, we a funny weren't story, doing eight. Like actually, I had to go. I was in Portugal. This is like ten years ago, and I came across one mil spacers because I couldn't find sixteenth here. I think the smallest I could find was an eighth of an inch and i wanted to go even smaller than that and then i found, i bought bags i brought bags and then sure enough a few months later fucking showed up in the store <laughs> <laughs> like you know how hard it is to bring bags of the spacers from europe into so the, yeah. do you agree with spacers also i agree with them for sure i do i want uniformity yeah yeah especially of course if you're I doing do. like mosaics where yeah. you need to space something i don't need to be a hot anything. shot and go oh, look that's perfect that's perfect that's perfect no man just put the spacers in yeah that's all you reuse them if you can hopefully most yeah of especially the time. hopefully you're buying rubber ones rubber ones are they all made out of plastic plastic not all of them. What? Are these from Croatia? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to see one? <laughs> niches. Everyone fucking loves niches. Everybody wants Love a niche. niches. Everyone. But the thing is, how do you price your niches, man? Because obviously they take a shitload of time Honestly, to do. it's all according to time. I so mean, it's all hourly, right? Yeah, it's all according to time. So you're, you're not on a square footage price. No. But a lot of people are asking tile guys to go square footage price because you they can't. know it'll benefit you them. No, you can't. Because you can spend maybe a day to making the perfect niche exactly like everybody wants everything everybody wants miters custom made quartz no more niches, metal no more metal i mean metal's still nice i don't have anything against metal. but a lot of we're noticing a lot of clients are, are asking shells. you to shape the tile and make the edge instead of put an edge profile yeah, on there 100%. right They're which is more time more money that's how it works right you gotta pay for what you're doing are you doing longer niches now shorter niches what do you do what's yeah, big I mean, right in, now according to what the framing is behind the shower i mean not a lot of people want to pay to cut the stud and reinforce to make a full vertical niche I mean, some people do, but the biggest they can possibly go, they'll do it. And what is it right now for you? What are you seeing? They're probably asking you to go wall to wall. Wall to wall. Which means that you got to cut. The, yeah, I mean, which means you got to th cut. Then right? you which explain is structural to them, now. Well, no, then you explain to them that's an exterior wall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you want me to cut that, I actually have to build a wall in front of that and wall. And call an engineer. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, just build a wall in front of yeah. that wall, and then I'll do it. But now your shower is smaller, yeah. right? You it definitely goes, can't put a niche on it. How about benches? Wall. Benches are actually face slowly fading away. Wow. People don't want benches. Yeah, nobody wants benches. 
Interesting. I've always recommended a bench because one, women shave their legs. Two, men bathe their undercarriage. Yeah. And <laughs> neither action can be done with both legs down. The corner shelves from Schluter. I mean, those are perfect for Are women. they strong enough for it? Those are very strong. Really? I've actually tested a couple, yeah. The ones that go right into the joint, the ground. So there's actually two of them. There's one that goes in the joint and, and the then one the ones on the that back. gets installed Screwed. in the back. See, I like benches and I like them heated. Do you remember the bench we heated? Yeah, yeah, that was nice. I just found out that the back is not allowed. <laughs> 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 we're just talking Hang on a second. Like, uh, I, I hey, can, you can't we, do that. We can, we can do a whole show about stuff. You know that it's yeah. illegal to put a chandelier yeah. over a freestanding bathtub. Yeah. That's illegal. There's lots of stuff that's illegal, but we know that is done because you can flip through any design magazine. The thing and it's is, there. Yeah, yeah. And I and honestly, the install was so beautiful that I'm so confident with it. Yeah. If you get the mechanics of how it works and yeah. how to protect it from water ever reaching it or whatever, yeah. I mean, it should be fine. I was it. very happy with Instill M. <laughs> <laughs> I'd still do it. I'm still trying to work a, a shower where I can heat all the walls. Yeah. We just did a, a little wall. Surface. We just did a little back surface just so that when you're sitting on the quartz that was heated and then leaning on the porcelain with your back you kind of like lean back and relax for a minute it was warm and it was amazing that's actually a pretty cool idea you get a lot of clients asking for shower door less showers curbless yeah i mean no no curbless too but everything less oh you mean like so no door one pane of glass that's it not no glass no, no glass nothing. just completely open right next I to the bathtub i don't think i've ever actually done a shower you haven't done like that that's no very pain. european they're doing that now yeah. so I the mean, tub still gets wet we've done showers one pane glass no door curbless people are like obviously more attracted to the curbless shower curbs create most problems they collect all the water and all of that course. stuff, right? I've never liked curbs. No. I've hated curbs since day one. But I know, especially with my car when my rims get it. <laughs> Try the view. <laughs> I've done a lot of handicapped bathrooms. Yeah, but that's where the idea came from. And yeah. I really appreciate that, right? So it's wonderful. But I always thought about it because I never understood why you had to have a six-inch curb. And I still tell Schluter to this day, there is no reason to build this curb six inches tall. I, I don't get it, man. I've always cut it down, too, to make it shorter. I guess because most showers back in the day used to always flood. Yeah, so because they of hair. A bathtub. Yeah, but you can open up the drain and then take the hair out. They yeah. have the strainer and well, everything It's like called that. maintenance. Yeah, that's how it works. You but should be cleaning your yeah, shower. I was, was going to ask Matt, this is a really important, like, this is going to like change. The earth rotation is going to fucking change as soon as you answer this question, okay? <laughs> tile the ceiling of the shower? I or I no? Honestly, I don't like tile ceiling. You don't ceilings. like tile on the ceiling? Yeah. Because you, you're Carlito's buddy. That's, that's why. That's such a <laughs> freaking liability, <laughs> man. No. Especially if people are putting slabs now on the ceilings. That are no, not, no. If it's a slab, I would not, mechanically fasten it. You'd put it there and all the perimeter yeah, would I have mean, mechanical People are effect. putting four foot by two foot tiles. They're not being supported by anything on the ceiling. Like. This can kill somebody. Wow. No. It wouldn't be drywall that would be on that ceiling. It'd have to be no, concrete yeah, board. It's obviously reinforced. I've always made a concrete board. Yeah, anything heavy. What, the Not way even was, curdy board. I've never put curdy board on the ceiling. I've always put concrete board on the ceiling and then curdied it because I want it concrete yeah. up there. Well, yeah, I mean, the problem, curdy, the problem with that, though, is, is really the skin scary. again. No, no. Curdy is adhered, and we know the concrete board's porous, and the thin set will actually bite right into it. You're using a modified material. And I've also been known to use a modified material over curdy that's not their Schluter product. Because we all know that they'll void it, but we know that if it's cured properly, which means you can't tile as soon as you've done it, you have to let it set yeah. and cure, then it will not... You, good luck on trying to rip that I've, out. I've only used modified on plywood. That's the only thing I use modified. You've, it's so always non-modified non on top of the curdy? I'm always non-modified. Nah, not me, man. Always. I've never yeah. had a problem. You let it cure. It's important to cure. We, but we it's, know this. It's so an air dry. Modified's an air dry. It's not a chemical dry. 
where a non-modified is not a chemical dry, so it doesn't need any air, so it will dry no but matter what. But I want more glue. There are modified cements that have yeah. special curing And I use that from tech. Like the one you yeah. showed me, the 487. That's right. I put that shit on it's everything. It's a dual purpose. Everything. Everything. It's so got the glue, warranty, but it's got the sand. They'll it, warranty yes. it over at Schluter. Schluter actually is working with them, and it's stamped on there that Schluter approves. The 487 is a non-modified modified. So for me, it was always... The hardest thing teaching anyone, doesn't matter if it was on television or if it was on my job sites, no one could figure out when to use modified or non-modified. The 487 just made it bulletproof. I got so tired of that. I just fucking modified all of it. Yeah. And the 487 the is so hard. <laughs> best, best cement. I will never switch to anything else. It's personal opinion. Yeah. <laughs> mine, mine too, by the way. Manny's like, not mine. I don't think not so. Mine. Not What's mine. your favorite thin set? It's my pay, but my go-to But which one? Depends. I'll go in Ultraflex two or three because it's got glue in it. But if I'm using glass, I'm actually depends on what glass they're use. I'm using. I can use their P10 or whatever it yeah. is. Uh, I keep calling it P90X, eh? But it's not. It's P10. <laughs> P90 is a submachine gun. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's that exercise pro program from Tony Banks or whatever, isn't oh, yeah, it? Yeah, P90X. P90X. I don't know yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll use that. Then if it's a like a Cici tile, which is like a really thin five eighths by five eighths, eighth inch thick, Granny Rapid. I gotta work fast, but that's also well. You're Palmer. a map. You used to be a map a guy. You everything you did was well, map until a. I got introduced to tech, right? Yeah. Um, uh, you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I really appreciate it. No, I appreciate you. Honestly, the only the only other cement I'll use is actually the all set from Schluter under their mats because I find that nothing bonds better to the wood to the substrate. To the substrate, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah that's where that I feel. Stuff that's where I'm different. Grabs that matting. I'm a tech guy. Before I would go to the Schluter thin set, I would definitely go to Mappe. What are you using for grout? I tried Laticrete. I'm usually using Mappe. Are you using the epoxy or are you using FA? Um, I actually got introduced to their epoxy. I love the epoxy. I yeah. always, I, you can't use epoxy on natural stones, so I'll use FA. Yeah. But uh, on everything else, I'll use epoxy. Yeah. And the very first one I did was that penny round spherical one. Fucking hard. I probably lost shower. like 20 pounds just doing it <laughs> from like sections and then wiping it off and shit like that. It was a good thing it was a shower because it was just soaked water and it was just you know i was collecting and taking it out yeah i can imagine how many buckets you went through too. oh it was insane well, it was absolutely insane the, the most amazing there's i guess there's more than one more one amazing thing about the epoxy is it doesn't crack your joints aren't going to crack you it's don't not even that. need silicone it's, grout it's the color because it's, i don't um, care what you say any shower any use yeah. over years i don't let alone the bodily fucking fluids that are in there it's the shampoos that will change color of grout uh, do they still have unsanded sanded grout on the shelf are they yes. still yeah they still that? sell both and yeah. then they actually sell a mixture of the two yeah wow. i used to buy it with that? a boost yeah. i'll buy it with a I boost i stopped using that maybe my third or fourth year of construction yeah. i was like this is bullshit i want something better stronger cuz when i started mixing it and it was especially the, the the darker colors yeah i was going that's not black that's a nice little gunmetal gray yeah, yeah. i want black <laughs> no, honestly it, has black. it always dries 10% lighter than that tag yeah, even, even if you're using but a epoxy proper... no yeah. and fa no it's going to be exactly yeah. it's true color that's why yeah. i like it and i just like the bulletproof of epoxy i've seen my bathrooms 4 years later and the colors is exactly the same and that's what you want to get that's what you want cuz those were the biggest problems actually yeah, that's the callbacks itself. that's where you get callbacks yeah, exactly it's all in the grout color <sighs> And your favorite choice of grout is Mappe. Yeah, I mean... Are you disappointed by no, that? No, no, no. It's personal opinion. <laughs> it's fine. Tech don't make grout? I'm, I'm happy that I got him away from everything else. I got him to 487. Yeah. It tech, was hard. Tech don't make grout? He fought me every day. Tech yeah, don't make grout? That's huh? bad. No, they make... I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a tech guy for grout also. 
I, I thought it was gonna be like Hilti, where Hilti doesn't make a table no. saw or a chop <laughs> They saw. make a great epoxy, though. <laughs> Hilti? Uh, yeah. No, they do not, man. Um, this is another argument we're coming up on next show, next podcast. <laughs> What's your wet saw of choice? I got two. I got a Batipav and then I got a Husqvarna. Which is the first one? Batipav. Which is that one? It's uh, you know the rail saws. Oh yeah. Oh, the badass boy. The, like I've yours. only seen. Yeah, but mine's a mine's a ruby. No, mine's a Ramondi, sorry. Yeah, yours is a Ramondi. Mine's a Ramondi. So that's what you, so you got a big one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. How big is of yours? I do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I knew it was going to go there. <laughs> hey, listen, if you're if you're in this industry right now and you don't have a tile cutting machine that can't cut anything under 46 inches, you're not in business. Yeah. No, you need so, it, right? Yeah. Those are nice. You need a 48. And how is that Husqvarna? Because I've heard good, bad with it. Honestly, it's only good for smaller tiles. I don't like to push table saw because it only limits you to cut big on one side of the tile because this left stand actually stops the tile from dragging yeah. through the tray. So if you're cutting like a bigger tile, I mean, that thing's pretty much useless. That's why I like the rail saws. I, I do like, I think they perfected the, the water feeding mechanism on that I tile I mean, the saw. cut you get from that thing is insane. But no, just the, the minimum splash and the how close the, because the water is actually in the trough. It's actually in you the can, tray. Yeah, you can switch it. You can yeah. switch it from the tray. I, that I was impressed top. with. Yeah, I was like, really oh, cool. that's a smart little detail, really man. Really cool. So you guys no, I took my Ramondi and I flipped the blade around. I instead of pulling, I pushed. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> you I should try you it. Do just that, try bro. it. Good to know. <laughs> really? Why do you do that? I was told to by the guys that sold it to me. Cleaner cut. Honestly, I tried it both ways. Now it's literally. I swear, I can do a forty-eight inch side at a quarter inch, and it's perfect. It's better than a score and cut. It's. Perfect. It has to be better than a scrum yeah. cut. It's a cut. And yeah. I can still do a 45 miter and then and then and then polish it, right? That's where I want to do a big shout out to Matt. He taught me how to uh, buff and polish and, and miter. So that's that, important, man. That was a huge game changer for that's me. Important. I hate metal. I think the metal should only go in a threshold between a hardwood floor and the porcelain. You're talking about edge profiles? That's right. Okay. I love mitering now. Like after we did that miter and then we epoxy filled it. Yeah, no, I fell in love, man. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. I was sold. There's no better, cleaner look. I would rather spend an extra couple hours percent. at work yeah. and do that and look at it and be like, ah. Yeah. Since we got onto this topic, what's your choice of blades? Coral day. Oh, yeah? Yeah, me yeah, too. They actually, good. Just, they actually just re released a new series. Oh, my God. Really What's nice. It called? Game changing. What color? A hummingbird series. What color is it? Hummingbird black. series. Black. So it's black still. The black one's black, always been the they best actually one. Switched the blades though. They did. Oh my god. I haven't bought a blade in a while. Better than factory. Just from a cut. You don't even need to buff it. Wow. No microchips. Nothing. Wow. And they got the whole range: marble, porcelain, everything. granite, they whatever. They got the best pads. They got the best whole whole bits. They they, they do have the good stuff. I yeah, I like love core, stuff. especially yeah. the piranha series. Yeah, unbelievable. No, nice. unbelievable. Yeah. But you have to use that wet. <laughs> like if you don't wet it, what man, do you mean? Of trouble. course you have to use it yeah, wet. Yeah. No, somebody told me I could use a dry yeah, and I no, burned no, no. one you of the porcelain yeah, tiles, yeah. and I'm yeah. like, what the fuck yeah, is this shit? Who told you that? Flying. Who told you that? <laughs> I don't want to get into the names. <laughs> Why? Not? You guys out there know who it is. <laughs> do they have a core one for glass as well? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they do. Oh, that's yeah, nice. Glass has always been my. I've actually watched somebody on Instagram take a glass cup and then they actually put it right through their wet saw. It actually clean slice. Yeah, it did it break here. the cup? It did not even break the cup. Oh my god! Clean that is slice. Wicked. I know that's with amazing. that blade. With that blade, I, I'm sold. Then. Oh, yeah. Manny, I have something before we get too far ahead. What is your choice of tools for grinders? Uh, you mm. know what? I'm gonna 
answer that. It's going to be Makita. It is Makita is up Mine there, is but actually, I'm going to have to go with Manny's company on this one. Really? Yeah. For a grinder because over Makita? Because of the speed, I can adjust the speed on my Bosch. But I can. But I, you can adjust, I can adjust, on adjust mine on my Makita too. I, I don't have the Makita, and one. I have the hose connection. Oh, the new Bosch ones you can adjust. The older Bosch you can't. Yeah. The so older have, Makitas have, you can. The newest one. Newest well, that's funny. The problem. The problem. No. You're going to try mine. Yeah. You're going to try mine. You're going to fall in love Is with it. Is it battery powered? No. no. But he doesn't yeah. want it. <laughs> no, I, I have I have my Hilti Matt, on Matt, why don't you ask me if mine's battery powered? <laughs> wait wait a second. Wait a second. I have my Makita. Wait a minute. Anybody here using a Hilti? Uh, I, have my, I have my, I have my no uh, Makita with the, with the cord and the hose. And then Shut I have down. my Hilti cordless. <laughs> There's another blade. I don't know what the company is. It's that Centura. It's just a yellow yep. grinder. You yep. know exactly. It's a cheap one. It's, from, it's, yeah. it's a Korean blade. Yeah, but it's, it's a cheap one. Man, cuts, man. The dry yeah. cut you get from this yeah. thing is I know. It's magical. like 10 bucks. It's it's no. It's, is it Japanese or Chinese? It's Korean. It's Korean. Yeah, they're Korean blades. The South is okay. <laughs> Centura sells one. It's yellow. It's like ten bucks. And honestly, no, they're not ten. They bumped them up. No, no they're more expensive. Course, but they they're really good five, blades, man. Forty-five. Yeah. Do they only come in the four size? Or? So they come four, four and a half. That's it. That's it. Okay. What about what yeah. about your scoring cuts? What do you like? Monolith, Montolith. You? I'm the same. When I saw them I'm at the Ruby. show, I saw them at the show. I was like, he was he was actually scoring glass mosaics, man. Dude, this guy. Yeah, but I can do it too. This guy was scoring glass on a 45. What? And cutting it. And it clean. Was Have clean you done it? Though? I've done it. I've done an entire. I was impressed wall. with that. What? And it's like 600 bucks, right? No, 600, 700. I bucks? think they're starting for 5,500. That's maybe. cheap, man. But I don't even want to tell you what I paid like for mine. I think it was like 900 bucks. Well, you have the massive one. Yeah. Dude, there's so much to get into. Lay it on me, baby. When, when you do your corners after grouting, do you silicone grout? Do you just silicone or do you caulk? I don't grout anything where silicone's going. I like to fill that entire void with silicone. You do. But here's a question. I'm not a big fan of putting silicone everywhere in the shower. It's only where tile the, meets Just tile. the corners, yeah. So all your expansion joints. But a really tiny, tiny, like I'm talking eighth inch. Yeah, I don't like a big bead. Here's another question: You guys like tiles? No, definitely not big bead. No. Honestly, I don't even want to do anything more than an eighth anymore. Yeah. It's just too ugly for me. Yeah. If someone even to, to say three sixteenths, I'm like, sorry, I can't do the job. But here's <laughs> okay. But here's the question though: If you're using epoxy grout and we know that epoxy grout won't crack, yeah. Why do you need to put silicone? Good question. I mean, no, I'm just talking about in general when you're using normal grouts. Well, even with epoxy, I've seen epoxy crack before. I have, have, I've seen epoxy flake off of a really? tile before, yeah. I don't know if it was because it wasn't installed properly, but I've seen it multiple Two water. occasions. Yeah. I've never seen epoxy doesn't use water. So, no, but if you want to stretch and no, clean it. No. How, what, what epoxy are you using? Because epoxy when we were is solvent-based and water actually cannot penetrate. It's oil and vinegar. It's the oil and water. It, water can't get into the epoxy. It's physically, it's chemically impossible. We, we had a conversation with Matt You use water. And they you were use saying, water to clean it. Yeah. You don't scratch the surface of anything. You're using I water. I misunderstood what he said yeah. then. But no, water can't get, you can, and he said you can actually pour as much water on it over and over. It yeah. does not get into the mix. It's, in, it's impossible. Question, does epoxy flex? It doesn't. I'd say that's the thing. It doesn't flex. And then that's the argument where they say that you should use a silicone. Yeah. But the question is, okay, I got to backtrack it now. Are you spray foaming the walls? 
Have yeah, you actually built the house certain so way? Most of the, yeah. So the house doesn't breathe. So yeah. if the house doesn't breathe, then it's going to work. If you're using Curdy, Curdy has flexibility in the foam. Yeah. Right. So that's where the two planes are. Same thing with Ditra. So you have to keep on going back to where the original structural points are to understand it. If you go in there and it's bat and it's vapor barrier and there's got holes in it and you're using hockey sticks for your framing, then sure, you're going to silicone the yeah, shit out of it because yeah. that's going to eventually yeah. crack. And that's majority of the houses that we do are there. The structure is not done properly. So if I know that I've did the framing and I did everything and I know I got two pounds spray foam in there. Yeah. I actually well, the reason I don't like the silicone point. beads yeah. is because silicone beads over time doesn't matter which caulking it is. Yeah. Doesn't matter even that caulking that we were introduced to at the show recently. It, it will discolor. 100%. Right? It just discolors. But even more important than all of that, most people don't realize that after the grout, just because it's surface dry, it's not dry inside and it's still sweating Doesn't for a cure. couple of days after. So when you apply silicone grout, you're really supposed to wait eight to nine days before you silicone or silicone grout or caulk. So that's the thing. That's a lot of things that people don't know. They say, oh, but, but the silicone peel. And I'm like, yeah, because you did it right after you grouted, man. Yeah. Or letting someone take a shower in between until it dries. Yeah. Sometimes they leave that soap and the scum in there. They're not supposed to take showers yet, right? Like, like I leave a house and I say, I'll be back in eight days to silicone and I'm done. And they use it? And then they go in the shower. Oh, that's pretty crazy. You know, and then I'm like, <laughs> now, now you got no warranty on it. What are you doing? I'm trying to think oh, of who's the one God. that said that the and clients are the dumbest one yeah. when it comes to construction. <laughs> no, the clients huh? are killing me. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you, Matt, steady, baby. What, what were you, were you, you, did you start on Dietra Heat or did you start on New Heat or? Honestly, I don't, I never used New Heat. Never. So you started on Detroit Heat. I've been steady orange, everything. So All Detroit Heat. Underlayers. I did. Yeah. How do you like the new rules with the ESA bullshit inspection fucking laws and rules? I, I fucking hated it. It delays everything. It's a nightmare. It delays everything. I have no problem with it. I have a major problem with it because the ESA is overstepping. Yeah, That's all like, they're doing. They're overstepping and they have no have right your, to be doing you this. You have your requirements. Okay, can I, can I say a story, guys? I've been pretty loyal and here's a plug to Centura. I typically, sure. 70-80% of my work goes to them. They've been really great to me. One of the guys, the salesman, gives my number out to a lady that had problems at her house. You know, she's like, hey, you available? And I said, yeah, I'll come by, take a look at the t tile job. I'm looking around. The guy put one thermostat cable in. There's only one sensor. There should always be two. I always believe that you should put two in. Uh, one fails, Detroit you can put another one in. gives you two. Yeah. One comes with okay, the but yeah, some yeah. people cable, don't do one it. One comes with the thermostat. But even worse, there is a wire still that you're supposed to cut out in the Detra and place that. You mean the mat? You're supposed to cut out the mat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're supposed to put that in. This yeah, guy yeah. put it up in the wall. Just the floor sensor. That's right. And it still gets hot. No, it still gets no. hot. He's he's talking about the very beginning portion That's of the right. cable. So that flat piece of black portion. Oh, oh he puts that in the wall. Yeah, you're not supposed to put it in the wall. But that still that, gets hot. That gets hot. It's yeah. in, Dietra, in the instructions says oh it's supposed Lord. to be cut okay. in the membrane at the base of the flooring. That's right. Of the wall and the flooring. That's where it's supposed to go. Yeah. What I'm leading to oh, is boy. that. There's so many guys out there that think they're tile setters. You know, they know what they're doing or they're just guessing and they're creating a problem. This is just one job of many that I've seen this. Yeah, we need people. Like I take a picture, my, my electrician comes in, he tests a mat before I start, we get a reading, then we put it in, we test it, turn on the power, I take a picture of it, we call ESA, if they don't show up, they give us a pass, it's done. If they don't show up, they so, give they us a They don't show up a lot. First of all, ESA does never shown up on the exact same day unless you're actually doing a meter transfer. 
which has a four hour window. They never show up for me either. And and the picture is fine for them. And as long as I'm using a, I, I a get, licensed I electrician. I get your argument because it goes back to what Matt was saying is that with the clip system, drywallers and everybody else is getting into tiling, right? Sure. And I get the, about the safety. If you're have your electrician on site and he's installing this and he actually has to make that connection anyway for you to test it. So you have to test these cables three times before, during and after that you install. I don't need another inspector on here just for them to grab more attention to them and actually charge. It's a charge. Yeah, it is a charge. Right? Yeah. So, sure. But that incompetent rule that you're kind of bringing up where you don't trust guys that don't know how to really do it, that applies to every single motherfucking trade on a job site. Yeah. So it could be a bad framer, it could be a bad roofer, it could be a bad everybody. But I just don't like that this particular case, ESA is overstepping. That's all I'm saying. They are. They're slowing their job down. You're Definitely slowing things down. You're dramatically three days. Yeah, you're dramatically changing the finish time of a tile install now. Dramatically changing as a result is and they do not show up the same day. Two, three days. They and don't now, show up at my job site at all. But I take full pictures. I show with measuring tapes. And if they have, Mo pretty cool. Most of the time, it's always an electrician coming yeah. and passing. When they it, know you're never... using a, a licensed electrician and you've taken those pictures yeah. and those numbers down, they're good with it. Going back to what you said earlier, you said that there's drywallers doing tile. Why don't those well, drywallers I'm, get dry better at the drywall so they don't have to do <laughs> tile? <laughs> no, he was you just know, saying like, that guys are actually stepping up and doing tile yeah, now I mean, because they think it's easy. Yeah, especially when you're in it's a house, not you're already doing work. Your clients, like if you're at the beginning stage or you're a trade that comes before another trade, if you're working with that client and she's looking for that trade, you know what I'm saying? He'll actually propose that he can do it. Oh, well, I can do it. So, oh, so far, it. all the people that I've worked with, I find that tiles are the most difficult out of the whole house. Trade-wise or work-wise? Finish-wise? Work-wise. I believe that tiles are so important and so difficult. There's so much stress involved. There's so much there is. fixing and leveling 100%. and, and lev uh, like truing up with other products. Well, when you say difficult, what do you mean difficult? Because I'm thinking the difficulty is that there's such a range. A homeowner can go do their homework on Mr. Google here or Mr. Yeah. Homestars or whatever. And one person can go two bucks a square. Yeah. Another person can go as high as 20 bucks a square. Yeah. They really don't know who's good, who's bad. They just assume the low is bad and the high is good. So they go somewhere in between. They go somewhere in between. Well, yeah. But I've always told people that I don't care who you are as a homeowner, as a tradesperson, you take three, right? Ideally you take five quotes Two are going to be very close to each other. Maybe a third will be close. One's going to be really fucking low and stupid. One's going to be really high and stupid. That's how you do your homework, well, but that's where the difficulty is. Can yeah. I ask you something? How much is typically a square foot for a tile? How much is a square foot? What do you mean, the cost of a tile? Of a tile. So an average. Like range from anywhere four from a, yeah. to eight bucks. Good, we're talking, foot. hang on, we're talking good quality tile? Yeah, like um, a, that, decent, a decent tile. I, I would say be the, four to 12. Okay, so why are people getting paid two or three when the tile's more expensive than the work? Because clients don't value the skill. When when, when your material is more expensive than your labor, you got a serious clients problem Clients don't value the skill because they need to put the money into the Sub-Zero fridge, the Wolf range, yeah. the Brazilian marble, the last one in the entire world for their countertop. They need to put the money in that and not into the skill. Yeah, no joke. 
I actually, this is actually the most used response I get back from a client. I'll give them a price and they'll be like, well, how hard is it to lay tile? Anybody can do tile. How hard is it to put some tiles on the floor? I don't understand. You guys have this leveling system. You can do it perfectly. Oh my God. I know. Nobody, nobody understands how hard it is. My job by itself is hard to do. But when you're going into a house where you're fighting against every trade before you to get your job done that's when it really becomes a problem yeah like when it comes to framing when it comes to drywall when it comes to everything everything before you because you got to take everybody's mistake you got to make sure those tiles are you're, never going to move you're, and you're part of the sure finishing so yeah. i don't envy you guys you're part of the finishing yeah. so everything falls on you 100 and you go into a shower you throw your 72 on the wall and you go oh half inch out of plumb it is insane listen there's there's something we need to talk about or i'll talk about it and you guys can stay quiet (laughs) i really believe that like 85 percent of all the problems that happen in the house start with the homeowner uh yeah Listen, if you're a homeowner and you're hiring me, why are you telling me what to do? Why don't you just do it yourself? <laughs> Honestly, that's, that's why don't you do it di- yourself? The DIY Have you seen came. how expensive my tools are? How expensive my blades are? How expensive my leveling system is? You're making how too much money. How expensive my le- self-leveler is? You have how healthy tools. I could go on. And <laughs> yeah. how heavy it is. It's not even light. And you can't mess with inset. You just can't. You make okay, a mistake. Okay. Right, this is going on a little bit of a tangent here, but okay, I, and I agree. Okay, listen, listen. I, I have a major problem with that. Clients will always pay. Like, okay, they're right now shopping. They're shopping for all their Christmas decorations, and they're going to Queen West or they're going to these, you know, uh, whatever these these areas of the city, these high end areas, and they're willing to spend a lot of money on finishing things. But yet when it comes to the construction industry, we are not all millionaires. Like I think it's, I don't know, whatever. Uh, one, 2% make it big, like the Ellis Dons and the Madamies and all this other shit. Yeah. The majority of trades guys out there that have a one-man shop, a two-man, well, the ideal number is three-man shop. They're not multi-millionaires. They work, they know how to do their work, they do quality work. You shouldn't have the right to justify what they should get paid. If they give you a price, you shouldn't question it. If you want a cheaper price, then hire somebody else that's cheaper. Most likely, that person will always be eating rice every single lunch and will not speak English at all. And that's just the truth of it. If that's where you want to go, then go that route. Is that what you're saying, Don Cherry? The beauty of it is we don't have a broadcast. Would you like to apologize answer. now? It's okay. I won't, I won't rob McLean you, man. I won't rob McLean you. <laughs> but that's the truth of it, man. Seriously. Well, going back to what you said a second before the Don Cherry <laughs> comment, um, I wanted to mention to you that if you're going to, and I might as well be a Don Cherry here now myself. Oh, are you saying that you've never seen uh, no, 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 a, no. an immigrant do a job yeah. for cash and they're sitting no, in a basement doing a job? I'm laughing about it. I'm just okay, making a couple I'm of jokes. Saying. Um, but if you have you ever walked through a Madame home? It's disgusting. Yeah. It, the floors bounce. That must bang, be. Bang, bang, just... bang, bang. <laughs> You know, oh, that, here's another that's thing. Code. Who, that's who, live, low who code. Who lays thin set and schluter over OSB? Do you know how many guys do that? Do you know how many guys are laying tile over OSB? A yeah. lot. Because <laughs> you guys just went quiet, looked at me like, huh? I don't know that figure. I felt like I had a dog. I, I was think, like, I think we're, we're not big oh, enough to have oh, a research team actually, right now. I actually think you can lay Detro over three quarter OSB. You, you can. You can. Even over five eighths. But 
you should cut it out. Yeah. If you're practicing good habit and you're already in there, you can cut it out. You can leave a little rim around the yeah, outside course, or yeah. find out where the floor joists are. Yeah, yeah. And, where and did this go? Clean. This went to what? We were talking about. Oh, you were saying we were no, talking the, about the, homes. The, the and clients you, you were will pay about, the money for the tile, but they don't want to pay the money for the trade. Yes. Yeah. I mean, customers just don't realize that they're only ripping themselves off. The horrible part of this is is that there's so many desperate guys to, that want to work for nothing. Like literally, they want to work for nothing. They're working for nothing and they're allowing the homeowner to allow them to take advantage of all of us by working for nothing but you'll always find another tile guy that'll do it for cheap yeah that's funny because in 30 years the only two guys i've ever found that i trust are mmc matt here and omid those are the only two guys that i use the client and the line of credit that they got and the money that they want to save will tell you otherwise. That's 100%. funny because at, uh, at the end of every tile job, every house that I go into to fix stuff, they're crying at the end. What 90. they don't realize at the beginning, they just wanted to get the job done yeah. at their budget. A couple months later when they start looking at stuff and their toe got fucking <laughs> hit on a corner <laughs> or something's been cracked and hidden... Or grout starts popping out. They're like, <laughs> is, is that the new Schluter toe edging? Is that what this? I don't understand. No, no, no. This no, has nothing to do with Schluter. From the oh, the Stubbing lippage. The yeah. That lippage is that high. I have nothing to complain about with Schluter. Took the toe nothing. out. Uh, Actually, that's my go-to. Do you have any other products that you like to use next to Schluter? Honestly, it's just Schluter. Yeah? It's the only thing I use. You've been brainwashed. Brainwashed. I have used, and Manny's going to hate this. I have used Aqua Aqua Defense? Aqua I've used Aqua Defense. Walls. You know where? I use Schluter in the bottom. Do you know where? I used it in a gym. <laughs> where Aqua Defense? In a, in a swimming pool. I thought it was like, like Aquafina or something like that. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about in the gym? In the gym. <laughs> like you were drinking it or something. No, no. Aqua Defense is from a pay product. Isn't they, that funny that you're have using one, it? They have a tech a, product too. But it's called no, Aqua Defense uh, though. The, the pace. tech is called Hydroflex. Oh shit, it's right. There you, you go. Oh, you just fucked you. up the plug. My point where I use Aqua Defense, I've used it outside on a porch that was going to get cladded with stone. Because people forget that the moisture comes up yeah. from the concrete, so you want to aqua that. Well, I know guys that. that do blue skin, and then what they do is they leave six inches around the outside, not blue skin. You skinned, can do that too as well. So that the thin stick can grab a little bit more, even though it grabs the blue skin. But yeah, you are right. That stuff is better to go right across. But there's a window though, eh? If you ever do use aqua defense outside on concrete, you have to install it, and then you gotta let it cure. It cures fast. It goes from like a light green to a dark green real fast, like a forest green. But you have to install the tile over it within a 24-hour period. So where yeah, does the sun hit? It acts as a primer, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if it's outside, why do you need a window? What do you mean a window? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a window. Uh, you said you started. I just made a joke. Try the veal. Try the veal. Try the veal. Um, I think we've talked a lot about different grouts, thin sets. We've talked about our favorites. What is your favorite look and favorite tile for a bathroom? Maybe four-foot tiles. Everything's wrapped. And that's pretty much my favorite. Everything is uh, in your curbless. niches. Yeah, everything's. See, that's really ironic because you don't like the ceilings that have tile, but yet I'm sure that you probably you're like me, where you like all the the vanity walls should vanity be all walls, tiled. Hundred yeah. percent. Right, because it's a wet area. You're using it. You don't want drywall right there, 100%. and you don't want to create some stupid little uh, backsplash l- ledge. But then you get into the shower and you don't do the ceiling. It doesn't feel like it's finished now I if know. you don't do the ceiling. It actually looks clean because it uh, it levels out to the rest of the washroom, right? I don't know. I like it on the ceiling, man. Yeah. But yeah. Front foyers? Of course, style. Any entryway from an no, exterior but what place. Kind? What do you like? Oh, I, preferably, I would do slabs. Again? Yeah. yeah. Slabs. 
Hot laundry rooms? Slabs. Wow. Do you put a drain in laundry rooms? Of course you do. Yeah. It's code. No, I mean, like, under, you know, sometimes you can put a drain on a second floor. Not all laundry rooms are in basements, right? And not all laundry rooms have showers, older ones. So, like, if you're if you're going into an existing one and you're laying tile. Even a, a, a laundry room in a basement should still have a drain. Yeah, maybe 10 feet away. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, close to or if not underneath the washer. Listen, we all know there's a lot of projects out there that are existing and do not have them. And that's why I'm saying sometimes yeah. I'll, I'll add in. Well, all the laundry asking. rooms that we do upstairs all have their own pans. Yeah. So uh, curbs. And you're putting in what a Schluter drain there? Yeah. Schluter. Yeah. Schluter drain, yeah. How do you feel about marble? Love it. You love it. I love, uh, love backsplashes for kitchens. At it. No. When, when do you like oh, to use marble? Because it has the most most maintenance out of everything, right? They yeah. stain the fastest. You have well, to seal we just them had a, we just had another talk with Seat, and they made a really great point. Yeah. They said that most of the buildings around the world that are made of marble have no maintenance. Interesting. And they're perfect. And you know what I thought about it, and I was like, not that they're perfect. They're weathered nicely. Yeah. The and problem they're probably also well maintained. No, the thing is, that their theory, and I agree with them, is that us here in North America, when we put a brand new slab in our kitchen, we want that thing to still look like it's bubble wrapped tight. Yeah. Right? And then they don't want any nicks, they don't want any stains or whatever. And the moment you get a coffee stain, wine stain or whatever on it, they get upset about it. So that's what it is. And the weathered stuff in Europe, it has stains on it, but it actually goes towards the actual look of yeah. the stone. That's, yeah. And I like that. I, I think every single renovation that anybody should do should understand that it has an element of weatheredness in it. It has to. Not everything has to be fucking pristine clean. There should be wear and tear over time on yeah. it, but it shouldn't fall apart. There's a difference between the two. Yeah. yeah. So just a quick a couple questions. We'll just answer them real fast. What do you do between wood and a porcelain? Do you just use uh, caulking, silicone grout? Grout between wood and metal. caulking. Yeah, I mean, if there's no metal, obviously it's going to be caulking. Because but normally the, you go for metal. Yeah, I mean, you need you need that clean edge, especially to protect it from the hardwood guys. I mean, if you left the tile edge exposed while they're installing, they could nick a corner or whatever. So yeah. it creates a protective surface as well. I've always put the wood on. Well, both surfaces are on the same height. Yeah, same plane. Radiant heat. Where do you like to put it? Base, everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, basement. Everywhere. Everywhere. You hear everywhere. that, everybody? Everywhere. 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 I, you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna. To start like introducing it into vanity tops, man. Like you ever wow. walk into? I've walked into Seattle. I don't know about Centura, but when Did I walk you just into say that in the mic, yes. <laughs> when, when I walk into Seattle and you actually go to a countertop or like a, a table to do some it's sample, it's it's heated. That's very smart. So why not heat your vanity tops in your bathrooms? Why not heat every surface? That's why I want to heat the the walls in the shower, not the ceiling though. I still tell Has it been done yet? On the walls? Have you seen it been done? They, I've seen it done with radiant, but that's a different kettle of fish there. You're yeah, running yeah, tubes yeah. in the walls, and that's how you heat it. But yeah, there's a huge... I just recently started putting heat into the showers. You always put it in the bathroom floor, but you don't put it in the shower in the floors. Shower floor, yeah. I, want to do, I want all my uh, shower floors to be warm. How do you like uh, marble thresholds? I fucking hate them, man. <laughs> fucking, I fucking hate I fucking them. Hate I love them. it, dude. I cringe, and I cover my eyes when I'm walking mm -hmm. by the big box stores. That one section there, it's got the cream or the white. The cream or the white. <laughs> the cream or the white. Sometimes the gray. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. I hate them, oh, that's dude. That's fucking funny. Terrible. I hate them. How do you like the new area vents and genius? I mean, that guy is one smart man. That is the best finish you can get. And which one do you like event? out of them all? 
Like which I style like the, do you dry, like? the drywall finishes. The oh, no, drywall. no, I meant for the tiles though. Oh, like for the tile, that... obviously the flush mounts are the yeah. nicest. Yeah. Yeah. But what they did with the drywall is that's brilliant. Brilliant. It's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. If you could change anything in the industry or the tile industry, what do you want to see changed? Well, one just one thing. <laughs> just no, one. A couple just of things. One, There's many but, things that come okay, up. Okay, I'm gonna actually <laughs> say the most. I'm actually gonna say something that I think would make my life a lot easier in the trade. GCs. Can I get wow. a drum roll? Can I get a drum roll? Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> LSLs. <laughs> They're called LSLs. Dum, Two dum, by fours. <laughs> <laughs> you know no, what? You're totally fucking right. We were is, just talking to Tony how every pocket door should re- should require an LSL. Anything. And you know what? Every shower yeah. should be an Fuck LSL. How hard is it? Every single how shower hard is it? should be. Doesn't matter if it's a, if it's in the corner of an exterior walls. It should all be LSL in the shower. I, I completely agree. I don't care how and good of a framer you are. You use. I completely why don't, agree. Why don't, why don't you guys tell me exactly what that means? An LSL is engineered. Oh, yeah. An engineered stud. Hundred percent level. Hundred percent. Yeah. Percent level. Yeah, and I agree Sweet. that that should be code. Yeah. Get rid of the fucking ESA and that cold bullshit with the Detroit heat wire and put that into the code book. Good stuff. I would agree with that one, man. Hundred um, percent. Here's a really big one. We've all had this problem. I know you and me have. We've worked together a few times. You helped me out for free many times. Taught me some really cool shit. You're gonna make him cry? No. But one of the <laughs> things, the one of the things you and me have always had a problem with. Manny has also. I'm just kind of dro- talking yeah. to you directly What's he right talking now. Talking about man. I don't know. Yet. What are you looking for in an employee, and what kind of attitude should employees have Ooh. when they do get hired by you? Listen, I've had endless amounts of people run through the company with me trying testing them out the only thing what makes them fail why is it working honestly man? it's like they're robots you got to tell them what to do they don't want to think they don't overthink to get things done before you ask them to do it and how do you keep them <sighs> what's the trick to keep really people? honestly if you if you show that you're learning and you're actually doing without me saying i mean there's a lot of things that they can do i mean i just really haven't come across give me, give me one or two the perfect employee yet (laughs) you know know what it is employees should be like playing chess just anticipate the movements man okay so that's one thing i learned in the film business is that we always knew if you set up a light here we knew what was going to be the next step so if you're on a construction site and you come in and you're a tile setter you know what the first step is and you should know what the second third fourth so anticipate the movements that's a smart employee if you don't anticipate the movements, then you don't give a shit about being yeah. there, and it's just a paycheck to you. And if that's a paycheck to you, then guess what? This friendship is not going to last. My theory is if you're hired by someone, treat that person's business like it's your own. That's but actually, I, ca- I want to contradict that never. by saying don't treat it like your own. Treat it like it's theirs, but with the love of that it's yours. <laughs> <laughs> They, they won't do because that the because the truth is, is when someone hires any one of us, they're never hiring it, hiring us for the three ways we do it. They're hiring us for the one way. If someone hires me, they don't want my guy's way or your way or your way. They want it my way. And that's important as an employee. You need to remember not your way, 
my way. There's always two ways to doing things. My way and my way pissed off. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I'm going to debunk that about the the employees, right? The problem that they'll never look at his or mine or yours as it's their own and they're contributing to it is because in the back of their head, they're thinking you're making pure cake. You're making pure cake. I'm making pure cake. I'm making a lot of money and I'm only paying you X amount. Okay. I want to debunk that now. Go ahead, okay. debunk it. I want to say that if you're my employee, you're costing me a lot of money. I'm not making any money, and you're causing me a lot of headaches because I got to keep looking at your work instead of doing mine. It's very simple. If I hire somebody to do a job and I got to pull out the tools to do that job, then I didn't hire somebody to do that job. But there are good guys out there. Listen, I'm not, I'm not talking about the good guys out there or the guys that actually make a difference in someone's business. I'm just trying to bring it to light that when you're working for someone, you got to make the money. And you got to be on the team, the same team. How much did Instagram change your life? Because, dude, I, I watched you go from like a couple followers to an amazing amount, but your videos were unbelievable. Yeah, you no, were pulling it, it off crazy stuff. It completely flipped my How did that change around. your life, man? It flipped my business around 100%. Um, well, there's a lot of celebrities out there, though. You're a celebrity, but you got a lot oh, of views. No, 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 no. I want to no. be celebrities. No, no, no. Yeah. There's, no, I'm just saying, he, I, I look at his videos, and some of them have two, 300,000, half a million. Honestly, with, with Instagram, it all started off with, I just wanted a portfolio where I could direct customers to, right? I'd put some jobs on there, and that's it. But... I posted one video of me doing a shower pen and then it just exploded. It just went well, out of nowhere. I didn't know people are actually wanting to watch this. But did stuff, that right? change your business? It changed my business. 100%, wow. Yeah. Nine, I would say about 90% of my business comes through Instagram. So wow. I'm going to, this is going to be like a three part. First of all, I want to say that Matt, if you call him and you ask him, he could put some really cool videos on that he's hiding of yeah. us playing at the job site laying <laughs> tiles. <laughs> I've got it all, man. I've he's got, got me uh, blackmailed. Um, <laughs> but what's your handle, brother? Give us, uh, someone wants to uh, give Instagram you a call. Instagram tag is MMC Tiles Inc. Phone number 416 564 2249. One more time 564 2249. Yeah. In the what? 416. In the six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, uh, okay, we can, whenever it's ready, but <laughs> where do you like the shop for tile? Where is your go to place? This is personal preference. Where do you like to go? Tile, I have two places one Rivalda and then the other one Centura. Do you ever go to Seattle? I love Seattle. I honestly wish more of my customers went there, but I just don't have any connections there. Where do you go get your all your tile tools and everything? Like that? Everything's from Centura and then Tool Academy. Yeah, I love the Tool Academy. Tool man. Academy is amazing. Yeah, yeah, you've been dragging me there a couple of times. Yeah, he's amazing. You really, why didn't you know about it, man? I knew about it, but you know what? You kind of get stuck doing your own thing and then you forget and then someone takes you back and you're like, hey, I was here a long yeah, time yeah, yeah. ago. Oh, I got one more, more important question. You pick up truck or a van? I started off in a van. I'm now using a pickup. But you have a van. No, I got rid of it. Oh, you did? I hated that thing. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. But how do you fit all your tools in the back of the truck? Honestly, I lose no space. I didn't use most of the space in my van. In the back. Yeah, I mean, most of my tools get left on site. I mean, really, all I'm carrying around is cement. The truth is, it doesn't matter what anyone uses as long as it works for them. Yeah, exactly. Is that like toilet paper? (laughs) 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 All right. I think that's it, man. No? Is that it? You, You have anything you want to say? Offer no, good stories. Than, no, other than thank you guys for what do you mean? Me good. Come on, give me one nasty He's looking story. For trash. Kind of one story. Nas- He's looking for one trash. Dirty, nasty story <sighs> about 
someone left you hanging. You, you know don't my have to wife say is going to be listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Not that kind of story. No, I'm just joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Is there anything you want to ask? A bad story someone left you hanging or never paid you or... I can name like a thousand stories of people not paying me. You know, like me. the freaks out there? Honestly, and this... Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll give you one story. I mean, and this is the worst kind of person that can possibly be on the planet. You know, oh. the, people, the people that will act like they're your best friends throughout the whole project. And then when it gets to the end of the project... Judas? Judas. Okay. Yeah, so I did this amazing fireplace, wrapped everything nicely. I'm sure you've seen it before. Just the one just recently? No, no, this oh, was a while okay. ago. This was like two years ago. It came time to the guy to pay. I mean, the thing was perfect. I spent two and a half weeks on it, on one fireplace. It was insane. Slabs? It was uh, four by two porcelain tiles, micro crystal. So they were really, really hard to cut. I don't cut. remember this one. Yeah, it was glass plated. So, I mean, it took 10 times longer to buff, 10 times yeah. longer to polish. So I came to the end of the pay, and this is when I didn't have a, a contract with this guy. Came time to pay, he basically just told me to go fuck myself. Homeowner. But you've done work for him Homeowner before. construction no, guy. First time, first time. First time. First time. He was I, he was so nice to me. He gave me food. He gave me drinks. He he did everything. And then when it came time to pay, this is his words. You can go fuck yourself. I don't like it. And that's exactly what he said. I said, you can go fuck yourself. You know what? I don't uh, like it. You know what, Manny? Um, and I actually took a lot of pride on that job, man. That was like, that was, that is that was horrible, a masterpiece, dude. man. Masterpiece. This shit happens all the time, dude. I, and it pisses me off. I, I wish I almost never asked for that story now. <laughs> <laughs> it pisses um, me but, off. But man. the truth is, is that you know people hear me talking about contractors, and I'm just really trying to better the attitude. And it's, it sounds like it's I'm negative. How do you go around tippy-toeing around problems that people aren't paying attention to unless you make a point of it? Really, our biggest problem is dealing with the homeowners. Yeah. At the end of it all, they're the ones really making bad contractors yeah. if the homeowners at home would appreciate and treat contractors i'm not gonna better, blame the homeowners completely no i'm, I'm not I'm either blame contractors there's a big chunk that, of that, that are being feeding homeowners. they're feeding into that well listen even regarding that story i just told you like half of it is my fault i should have had a formal contract with yeah. this guy written out everything done clean so what crystal. was the reason why you just he said he didn't like it Oh, what was the reason I didn't, that have, he a didn't contract? have a contract? Yeah. Well, it was a smaller job, right? And he just looked like a great person, man. Like I didn't have to worry about it. And I'm usually a good judge of character. Not this time. That one slipped way past my head. That sucks. Yeah, Carlito's got sucks. a great solution for taking care of those situations. I know he does. It's, it's not the <laughs> bum, best. Bum, bum. <laughs> <laughs> the, unfortunately, it's not, not 1970s anymore. Yeah, I know. No, but if you watch the Ir uh, the Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on hey, that note hey juicy fruit take care of them <laughs> <laughs> on that note matt thanks very much man i appreciate you guys uh, having it's me. been Thank great you. having you on the show man we love bringing honest trades guys coming in here that actually are passionate especially a young one yeah. you know what i mean that really cares about the business oh man i what? just want to talk how do you feel about the, the millennials and the old guys anything real fast <laughs> Oh, that's a loaded question. I'm, I'm having a lot of like. I've he's been a millennial. A of, I know, but he's a different, a different type. He's yeah. not a stereotype. True, true. Millennial, I mean, and he's having problems with them. Quick and easy. I mean, old timers get used to the new products. Millennials stop being lazy. That's it. That's wow. That's pretty much fucking it. And on it. that note, <laughs> 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 thanks, Matt. Yeah. Really appreciate <laughs> it, man. Thanks, boys. <laughs> Thank you so much. This <laughs> has been an interesting talk <laughs> about tile. <laughs> 
That's a 416 baby in the T dot. Yeah. Till next time. <laughs> <laughs>